another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Happy Halloween to everyone. Halloween is now a day gone by, a day gone by. It's it's two days. It's a day ahead for us, uh, two days ahead for us. Doing the math here. <laughs> if you're doing the math. Uh so I hope everyone had a great Halloween. Um the Ghost Watch live show was amazing. We really appreciate everyone there. Um and if yeah. you were part of the Ghost Watch, you will know that this week we are doing our Trovember uh episode, which you know what? Give Trovember one week a month. I think that's fair. <laughs> I dude, I agree. I agree. We just celebrate November. It's like you don't celebrate Thanksgiving every week. It's just one Christmas day. isn't every week. I right, mean, right. you know, it's festive. But it's, it's you. You're we're thinking about it. It's in our hearts. We're, it's a choice. It's, it's a choice to be festive. The magic yeah. is in our hearts all of November, but it's only going to be celebrated for one week. Uh, <laughs> and this is that week, and we are finally doing um, the Toxic Avenger. Yes, somehow eluded us for every November Trovember we've ever done, but we're finally doing it. Somehow managed to do like eight Trovembers, which is Honestly four, four, four movies, me. four movies a month, <laughs> and somehow never hit, hit the Toxic Avenger. Didn't do the one that, that literally everybody knows. <laughs> the one most people care about. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. Um, so that's 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 great. Uh, Trovember, a little under the radar, which uh, will push me over to the contest we just finished running for our friends over at Warner Brothers. We've got three unique codes for Poltergeist and the Lost Boys bundle on digital 4K Ultra HD. Uh, 80s classics The Lost Boys and Poltergeist revolutionized the horror movie genre with original storytelling and unmatched cinematic direction. Relive the fascination and fear. Own Poltergeist and The Lost Boys now on 4K Ultra HD. Head on over to warnerbrothers.com forward slash collections forward slash Halloween to pick up a copy, especially if you're not one of our winners tonight. Then you'll definitely need to fucking pick it up. <laughs> And thanks to Warner Brothers for doing this uh, this uh, giveaway for us. Uh, like, you know, we're not super keen on the whole advertising thing, um, but if you're gonna give our people stuff, hell fuck yeah, right? Like, give give our people what they want. Yeah. Um, and we got so many fucking entries. I dude, I I I told Joe like I started putting together the list this week for us to review and like I got through it or no, I got, I thought I got through it and I was like, Oh wow, that's a solid amount of people. And then I realized I had like three other pages of emails that I had. (laughs) It's fucking awesome. I I mean, I mean, I know it was a lot for you to go through, but I mean, it's a great problem to have because you were saying to me when we used to do like contests, it was (laughs) 
five people and like two of them family members. So yeah. now, now to have all these people putting it in, it's great. Oh, yeah. And it, it was fun. And, and I'll be honest, man, some of these choices on here are noteworthy. I'm excited to actually go through some of these and check out the ones that I don't know. Or like, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck that movie. Um, A lot of these I want to use like for show ideas, like episode. Oh ideas. yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Bobby Thunderbolt had a couple that I liked, Scarecrows and Mutant 1984. Mm -hmm. Both of those looked amazing. Um, we saw a lot of Hell House LLC, a lot of WNUF, the Halloween specials, um, which is cool and weird, man. Like, that is, I don't know. It, it's it's so weird. Um, one person had the Mothman prophecies. I like that choice, man. I do too. I fucking do too. I thought that was like a really good choice. That was, um, I think it was Chris Ramirez or Virginia Ramirez or maybe both together. Um, both their names were listed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that movie, like people give me shit and by people, I mean, Paul, but that movie has always unsettled me. You know what? I think, I think it's well done. I was going to say, so I barely remember it. I, I must've seen it only in high school or middle school, depending on the year. I can't remember. Um, that, I don't remember it at all, but I know like a lot of people, especially like non-horror fans, not that that should even like, I don't think that has anything to do with whether it's good or not. You know what I mean? Um, I'd actually argue it probably means it's better, but um, non-horror fans are like that movie fucking is scary as fuck. Like, like people, people like it. Um, I thought that was a good one. Uh, what else did I like? Uh, there was a bunch. Um, Tom 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 with the greasy strangler, just probably just to give me a little, <laughs> give you the rub, giddy up in my step. Yeah, um, American Gothic was a good one by Deja. I really like that one. Um, House of the Devil was one I always had on my list. Um, I think that is kind of, but now Ty West is like becoming fucking huge. So I don't know. Um, sure. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking at these right now. Hack a lantern I've never seen, but I need to. That's Chantel. Um, Satan's Little Helper was put on there a bunch of times. Uh, Murder Party, a movie we did, ended up coming on the like three people submitted that. Yeah. But I mean, I would argue it's underrated. Oh, yeah, for sure. That one is definitely underrated. That one's definitely underrated. Is Ernest Scared Stupid stupid underrated or properly rated? <laughs> uh, um, Should we as a country forget about Ernest Scared Stupid? I mean, I, I would honestly, no disrespect to who chose it. it I, I would say it's overrated. But uh, <laughs> I fucking love that movie, though. Um, but it's one of those ones that's rated based on, I think, like a little bit of nostalgia there. Um, no, so, I, I, honestly speaking, I want... I don't know why I didn't push for it this year. I want to do that for the show because I had so many phases of Ernest scared stupid because as a kid, I like everyone else in the world loved it. And then I watched it as like a young adult, like in the twenties. And I was like, this is the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. And then I gave it another go. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Like this is, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And then I, like with Tina made me watch it for like a fourth time. And I was like, all right, this, this isn't too bad. So I don't know. I don't know where I stand on it. I mean, cause it's really about like, where do you stand on Ernest? And like Ernest in theory is like <laughs> the greatest of all time. 
But then you watch it and he's got that woman with the neck brace who's like, <laughs> dude, like the voice. And it's just yeah. Jim Varney. Like, no, like there's not even a moment where you're like, whole, it's, there's no Eddie Murphy moment where somebody's like, that's Eddie Murphy. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, that's crazy. Like all the prosthetics. Like, it's always just Jim Varney. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I I yeah I I I fucking love Ernest. Um, Ernest kind of kind of goes. Sorry, I, I know no. I don't mean to hijack it on an Ernest rant, but uh, <laughs> no. Ernest kind of ties in with this week's movie in a sense that Ernest was created as a television commercial. Commercial, and, and he's a fucking franchise. Like he's a franchise. He's he's doing everything. Like he's a you, you see him on TV, you see him in music videos, and he's making his own movies. That's nuts. And That's think nuts about his fucking like outfit that ended up being the iconic outfit. Could you get any luckier to be like <laughs> that your character and you're basically wearing fucking lounge clothes? Like, dude, well, it's like kind of like what we talked about on the Munsters, how like fucking Fred Gwynn hated the costume or whatever. And it's like, cause yeah, cause that sucks, right? And if it's your most famous role, like you're always gonna have to get like propped up in it, <laughs> like to like and then for Ernest to just be in a fucking t-shirt with a fucking loose fitting vest and what looks to appear to be the most comfortable hat ever made. Like that fisherman's hat, yeah. I, I need that. Actually, I might buy one. Not, 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 not a fisher's hat, you know, not 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 the kind with the circle brim, but it's like one that you just every fisherman on a boat seemed to have in the nineties. <laughs> Uh, Ernest P. Warhol. Um, so yeah, no, we didn't pick your movie to win. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All that high praise. <laughs> um, no, love you guys, but uh, yeah. Uh, Sam Sam Brandt chose The Barn, which is a movie I've wanted to watch for a long time. I haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, um, it's and I was like so glad to see it because like a lot of these, I'm like, fuck, I gotta watch that. Um, Steve. Uh, from Manthorpe, uh, picked the Mortuary Collection, which I fucking love, and I thought that was a really good pick. Um, and there was a bunch of other ones, man. I, I almost feel like we should put together like a letterbox list of these because there's some like yeah. really good shit on here. There's some I've like never heard of, and I just want to know everything about the Devonsville yeah. Terror from 1983. What the fuck is that about? Like, <laughs> I have. I need idea. to know. Um, but. We have our winners here. Um, it was a tight contest. And by the way, guys, just so you know, there were so many entries. So a lot of duplicates, of course, happen. So if <laughs> I'm sorry if you also chose the movie, but we did it by the person that submitted it first. If they submitted it first as their first pick, that's what they that's who that's who that's who we chose for that movie, but we based it on the movie. So sorry in advance to those of you that also picked the same movie, but like all of them had duplicates. So um, with that said, let's go, let's go. Fuck. I don't even know which one I want to say first. Cause I, I really am excited. All right. I'm going to talk about this one first. Davis Goolsby, our friend from Chicago. Uh, he chose a movie that just stuck out to me and I didn't, even remember it but i knew i remember the college when did that come out bad ronald is the movie i'm talking uh, about everyone. i think it was uh 74 1974 that is insane it's um a, it's a tv movie 
What TV station aired that? <laughs> I don't. I actually that I don't know. That's pretty nuts when you say it. Was it you? It's about a kid that lives in the walls of a house. Yeah. Um, I remember people talking about this because for some reason, I feel like it got like a second leg when we were in college. But why would that have been? Maybe that's just well, like college. Well, there was a band called Bad Ronald. Uh, oh, well, that's not why. We, that wasn't in college. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bad. And by the way, yeah, I know there's a band called Bad Ronald. We played their music video on our live show once instead of. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made everyone sit through that. Um <laughs> Reissued on DVD in August 2009. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I just remember people talking about this movie and I was like, that's so fucking crazy. Bad Ronald, 1974, directed by Buzz Kulik. Interesting fucking name. Okay. He was a, of um, <laughs> Twilight Zone fame. Um, so Bad Ronald, first pick. or Yeah, first pick, right? We're going to go, yes. no, number, that'll be number three. Number three, I will say. The number third pick. The number two okay. pick. The number, the second overall pick. We're going to go with, uh, okay, okay. So this one, I can't read, we can't read the synopsis on the air because <laughs> there's a word in it. Uh, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Um, okay. Wait, where are you getting this? <laughs> nah, I need to look this up. So, okay, so I can't find it. I think it's what showed up on my Google TV, and it used it used the R word to explain this man's. I mean, <laughs> mental. <laughs> That's nuts. Who still uses that, dude? It I was mean, yeah, written in the synopsis. It was written in the synopsis, and I was like, "Get the fuck out!" And then I've been trying to Google where, what site was using that synopsis and I can't find it, but I think it was when I used that on my TV and I searched it on my TV. Dude, it was insane. Dude, it was <laughs> nothing. Dude, sing it in 2022. Sing it like anywhere in like the last 15 years. Like I was just like, what the fuck is happening? And unfortunately, cause it's the horror community. So if you Google, like, cause I was really trying to find the site that had the synopsis that's used that word. Um, you just find like, people's like blogs with um with uh you find people's blogs with like their reviews but they're not like professional and they're like using that word like <laughs> several times in their reviews and you're like Jesus fucking Christ anyway uh the synopsis on IMDb is now in a small southern town four vigilantes wrongfully execute a mentally challenged man but after the court sets them free, mysterious accidents begin to kill them off one by one. It's a great movie. No, another TV movie, too. I have not seen this. I, Dude, I was so sold on this. Uh, I'd never heard of it. I did not know it was a thing. Um, but I love this storyline, man. This is just classic. Um, this is classic. Dude, the fucking people. What they use to replace the R word in some of these is insane. Like, some people were like, oh, we can't say that. We'll just put Simpleton. That would be Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, who used Simpleton. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, man. So, you've seen it, and you you love it. I, I give it the stamp of approval, yeah. What a great Halloween vibe movie. Look at the fucking cover art. I, it's, I'm, I think it's great. Um, 
Next one. Now, have you seen this is number one, our number one choice here. Um, Joe, have you seen this movie? Race with the Devil? No. Ri- no, the Boogans. Oh, the Boogans. <laughs> the Boogans is my number uh, one based on name alone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I I have not seen the Boogans, but I've. Yeah. It's one of those movies that I passed countless times in the uh, video store, and of course, you know my handle's name is Boognish, so anything that has Boog in it, I'm I'm interested in. But I never got around to seeing it. This is a perfect Halloween vibe movie for me. Like a Halloween vibe, it has to have a little bit of innocence in it too. It can't be like a total fucking like gore fest i I mean it can be i guess i don't know i I guess to me it's just gonna have like a little bit of innocence to it man like halloween's a children's holiday like let's face it like have some fun you know what everyone that picked Ernest scared stupid gets the prizes (laughs) 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 just kidding just kidding nick bramante uh choosing the boogans here from 1981 um Great pick. Love it. I'm so excited to see it. I'm going to watch it actually tonight, I think, um, after we are done recording. Um, very excited about that. And then we did have a runner-up. What do, what do they call that? Because we only had three codes, but we hooked you up with a fourth, baby. We got one more code. They gave us a bunch of extras because they love us so much. Thank you, Warner Brothers. Uh And we're going to give that to Christina Noble with Race with the Devil. Yes. I I love this flick. What a concept. And good old Peter Fonda. And the artwork on it, there's not a piece of artwork that isn't absolutely fucking ludicrous. Like, just (laughs) just Google it. Go through it. Uh, it, It's insane. Um, Peter Fonda, dude, it's got a 6.6 on uh, IMDb. It's way too low, way too low, and it's. I'm a sucker for movies like this. Like they had that whole satanic panic scare, and uh, you know, the quick synopsis is Peter Fonda and his buddy are vacationing, and they spy. The you know they pull over to park and rest, and they spy on uh, a satanic ritual happening, and then the rest of the movie is them trying to escape that cult. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> Cults are cool as fuck. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, I mean, no, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, I have to, I'm sorry, guys. I did not, cult mean movies I, did are not cool. I did not mean that at all. <laughs> FYI, just for the record, I'm going to get like 14 emails. Being like, You're not allowed to say that. No, I know. I know. I don't like them at all. They're very bad. Um, but cult movies are fucking cool as fuck because well, okay, let's face it. Cult movies are. The cults and cult movies are way cooler than the fucking cults in real life. Well, yeah. Like, fucking For sure. Jim Jones is a fucking loser idiot. Look at that fucking guy's face. He's a fucking moron. I wouldn't fucking listen to a word that guy had to fucking say. But when they're wearing hoods and, like, devil horns and shit and drinking blood, I'm all in. But those cults don't exist, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> you know? Anyway, congratulations to our winter. <laughs> Dante Mazzarella, uh, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, Nick Brum. Should I be saying their government names? Oh, whatever. Probably Nick, not. Nick Bramante, the Boogans, 
Dan Wong, he won the whole thing. Christina Noble, Race with the Devil. And Davis Coolsby, Bad Ronald. Thank you all so much. I will get those codes out to you probably before you hear the episode. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Um, enjoy those movies. Uh, what are they? The Lost Boys and Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Oh, fuck. You know what? I might watch Poltergeist tonight, too. Um, go all in, baby. Uh Speaking of poltergeist, we've got a <laughs> movie. Well, I, I like the segue. <laughs> we've got a movie. Of- <laughs> Makes no sense. And that's right up Troma's alley. <laughs> yeah, that is honestly probably a joke that is written by Lloyd somewhere in a movie. Just a really bad uh, fucking segue. Um, so Troma's first horror film if you want to call it that would you call it can a horror you call film? it that no so that's funny and i'm glad that you brought that up because as i was watching this i was even thinking about how we're doing trovember and i'm like what even is trauma and why are we doing it on a horror show because these aren't horror movies they're just fucking weird i guess you know what i mean like they're 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 not they're they're not horror movies most of them <laughs> And they, they mostly, yeah, they fall into, like, just being subversive, right? Or or sleazy, like. Sleazy is, is what it is. They're not, they're not, they're not like a horror company, which is weird. Because even when I was younger, I probably was like, that's what drew me to them, was thinking they were. Yeah. A horror. <laughs> horror. Um, and they called this a horror movie, though. Um, so Lloyd, Lloyd wanted, so Lloyd was working on the set of Rocky of all movies. And during that time he wanted to create a horror movie and somebody was like, horror movies are, are done. Like that was a passing phase. They're, they're out. So he decided he wanted to, to tackle a superhero movie. Um, so that's, that's why he started writing the toxic Avenger, but he kept a lot of the horror elements that he wanted to go with in it, which Hey, I just want to jump ahead and say this got turned into a children's franchise uh, with a cartoon uh, and trading cards and bubblegum and action figures. Uh, and, and I personally was more familiar with, uh, you, you know, the cartoon. Like I knew the Toxic Avenger, not because of the movie, but I knew it because of the cartoon right. and all the toys that they sold. Uh, who we've said it on the show before. We even said it to Lloyd when we interviewed him. Who the fuck greenlit that? I I, I was going to ask you. My, I had a question written down. At any point in this movie, any single fucking solitary point in this movie, would you have been like, this would make a great kid's cartoon? Never. <laughs> not one. <laughs> not even like for a fraction of a second. I would I would argue that I would be more likely to be like, oh, we need to never make sure, make sure that kids never see this movie ever. Like, not know that this character exists. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's a bigger thing. And I think, I, don't, I, I mean, clearly it wasn't a thing back then. But it was like, that was like the one thing that stood out to me rewatching this was like, when you give kids a character, I mean, but the internet's not around. So it's not accessible, right? But it's like, you give kids this idea of something and then they're going to like seek out more of it. Dude, and this movie wasn't even a hit. When it was released, no. it was just like word of mouth afterwards, and then it spawns three sequels in a kids franchise. <laughs> like, and, and and I know we we brought it up before about when we talked to Lloyd, but like one thing that always sticks out to me is that Sean and I were just like, 
wasn't that shocking to you? And his answer was literally like, nobody was more surprised than me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody was more shocked than I was. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy to, to, to think about that happening and how, and I mean, like, like I'm happy. I'm super happy for fucking Lloyd that it did happen to him. I, I like Lloyd like as a human being, um, yeah. but I would actually argue that this movie is the greatest independent film ever made. And, and I know that might sound like a crazy claim, but this is as low budget and as independent as you can possibly be And the effects and what he does with this is absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 nuts, and it's it's so crazy because it's like got trauma's stamp on it already, right? Like from the jump. Just, How is that? And this is their first fucking like trauma movie, if you will. Immediately, <laughs> it, um, you're you're hit you're hit with unnecessary slurs, unnecessary stereotypes. The the villains are so outrageously over exaggerated that it's actually awesome. Like I right, I was like. Uh, usually and even with trauma usually i'm like all right like you're this is overkill but in this case i was like okay with the villains being so mean-spirited and then toxic just kicking their ass because it was so extreme and, and it was really conveying the point he was trying to make yeah it, it, it was wild it was fucking wild um the the violence so i told you this earlier in the week i watched the first 20 minutes and then i like I had to go to bed, so I had to stop it. I did not remember that beginning. Like, I thought I remembered the beginning because they, in, in every single Toxic Avenger movie, they replay the beginning of the Toxic <laughs> Avenger. <laughs> For, like, ten minutes, you get, like... So, like, in my head, I was like, that's the beginning of the movie. Like, that's how the movie starts. But um, there's a lot in this movie, and it's fucking vicious it's fucking vicious and it's like nature of like these villains are like the worst the worst <laughs> like like the, way worse than any of the cretins in any of the preceding movies dude, the worst the, the two main characters the two main villains that that well it's hard to say because there's like f- somehow there's, there's like five different <laughs> subplots that, but but lloyd manages to tell it coherently it's honestly we get a crime boss we get drug dealers yeah. and we get like the the villains that turn Toxie into Toxie, and they start off just like regular eighties bullies, but but amped up times a thousand. You know, I've ne- I've never seen bullying in a movie as extreme as those guys. Just for Melvin just being in the vicinity of them, and then and then you find out they're also serial killers because they <laughs> they, they play games at night where they just run over children in their cars, and they give each other points for like what kind of children they get and and if they kill them or not. Yeah. Yes. Dude, Lloyd has a character point a shotgun at a child. And it's not like, you know, normally most filmmakers, if they're going to do something that extreme, they'll protect the child. So, like, the child's not right. in this. Like, they, they shoot it so you're not actually shoving a gun in a kid's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy shoved a gun in a kid's face. And I read that that guy walked off production. He walked off the set immediately after that. He's like, I'm not, I'm not continuing with this. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. And I mean... And the thing with Lloyd is, like, when those scenes happen, you're like, 
this could happen. This for sure could happen right now. Like Lloyd could blow this kid's head off in this scene. Yeah, you are. There's nothing sacred, and there's nothing. He I kills mean, a dog. It kills a fucking dog, and <laughs> like, not only a dog. It's a seeing eye dog, <laughs> and in the most insane fashion, right? Like, like we've seen movies where dogs die. No one loves it. I know they get eaten or whatever, and you just hear the yelp. It's off screen. Somebody shoots this fucking dog and you see, you see the bullet go in and the body like fly across the room. Dude, he spent so much time on like making sure the effect looked realistic. You're like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> that was unreal. That was unreal. But like, you could see it coming, right? Like they were like, watch the dog, let the dog out or whatever they said. And you're just like, oh yeah. no, they won't. I, will they do it? No, they can't do it. But. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you're saying is what I think makes Toxie work because you're he, he just takes every trope and destroys it because usually it'd just be like a yeah. fake out, right? Or like Toxie would come in at that moment. Right. And even though I've seen the movie before, I'm still like, oh god, Toxie's gonna like come before this happens. So he does it. You're just like, fuck, fuck, man, come on, why? So yeah, so Lloyd gets this idea. While making Rocky. And yeah. he wanted a, a, a horror movie that took place at a health club. Let's that, not like, give Lloyd too much credit. He, he didn't fucking make Rocky. He was on the set of Rocky. No, that's, what, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and he wanted to name the movie Health Club Horror, which makes me wonder, like, because it's so funny. Like, Lloyd is such a funny dude. Like, he... I feel like he's successful despite himself. Like he's almost like the horror show. Like I, he, I've never seen a guy work harder against himself. Like, <laughs> like Toxie almost feels like a little bit of dumb luck. I'm going to be honest with you because it does his, lightning his, in a bottle. Yeah. His his idea for a horror movie in a health club is a fucking terrible idea. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. So I'm wondering, like, the idea of this was this really honestly supposed to be more of like. Because, like, now Toxie's, like, a character, right? Like, he made a franchise out of nothing. Which, to your point of calling it the best independent movie, is that what you call it? Or low budget? Independent, yeah. The best independent movie, I think you have a lot of traction there. Because has anyone taken a single movie and parlayed it? I mean, I guess you could say, like, Kevin Smith or something like that. But I would say this is better because, I mean, this guy made a studio. He made it a fucking franchise out of it and like a world out of it. Fucking trauma is fucking still yeah. a place to go for this shit, man. Like, and he did it in 84. I mean, look at Peter Jackson was clearly influenced by this when he was doing. Oh yeah. Bad taste and, and oh, stuff. Like sure. He, um, Lloyd just, he set the bar here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the film's final outcome was, Less a bona fide horror film and more a campy superhero spoof. Like, could you could you imagine filming this and then putting it together and being like, "Oh fuck, like <laughs> this isn't scary." <laughs> Dude, going along to what you're just saying about uh, about what he's like, how how significant he was. Yeah. Could you imagine people seeing this in '84? Be like, you you can't show this. <laughs> you can't fucking make people watch this. And somehow he turns it into a franchise. Still a children's day, cartoon. A children's cartoon. I, dude, we're gonna. I'm gonna bring that up like a hundred times during this episode because 
the whole time I'm watching this movie in 2022, I'm still like, how can you expect people to watch this? How, how did you make this a children's cartoon knowing that they're going to eventually want to find the source material, right? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Um, and you know what else I fucking forgot about until I was like pulling up some notes on this? We got a fucking new movie coming out, which Peter Dinklage claims is not a reboot. I don't know what that means. Probably not good for us, but <laughs> Peter Dinklage start it, it finished filming in June. Filming is over. It's rated R, strong violence and gore, language throughout, sexual references, and brief graphic nudity. Um and Peter Dinklage said it is not a reboot. What the fuck are they gonna do with that? Dude, and a cast that is unreal. Like honestly, it's fucking Elijah's up. in it, right? Elijah Woods. Dude, Elijah Woods in it. Um, I'll pull it up real fast. Uh there was there's a few people. Oh, Kevin Bacon's in it. Um Who's directing it? Do we know? Uh the director is boop, 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 Macon Blair, who did Green Room and Blue Ruin. <laughs> Wait, wait, okay. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, writer known for his roles? Or wait, wow. was he an actor in those movies? Oh, he was an actor in those movies. Sorry. Um, oh, dude, and he's part of the Murder Party crew that made Murder yeah. Party. And he did I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. What a fucking choice, man. I think it's a good choice, though. <laughs> also... For Wikipedia to not have your birthday, like, props to you. So, I, I'm all in on this guy <laughs> to, to somehow avoid that. God bless you. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, it's Peter Dinklage, Jacob Tremblay, who's that kid, um, Taylor Page, Kevin Bacon, Elijah Wood, Julia Davis. Uh, I don't know this guy. David Yao. Macon Blair is also in it. Jane Levy's in it. And I don't know who this guy is. Um, but yeah, and some of some of their names have Wait, already. Did you say David Yao? David, the guy, yeah, the, the guy from the Jesus Lizard. Please, yes, the same that guy. is him. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. I think this might be awesome. <laughs> All right. Um. Peter Dinklage plays Winston slash the Toxic Avenger. Winston. Wait, so they changed his the, name. Wait, the Dink is the uh... the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. So, uh, so if they're changing his name, how can you say it's not a reboot? Yeah, I don't know. It's not and a continuation. Also, it does say the premise. The premise is listed here, and it sounds like it's. Hold on. Based on the 1984 cult classic of the same name, set in a fantasy world following Winston, a stereotypical weakling who works as a janitor at Garbex Health Club and is diagnosed with a terminal illness that can only be cured by an expensive treatment that his greedy, power-hungry employer refuses to pay for. After deciding to take matters into his own hands and rob his company, Winston falls into a pit of toxic waste and is transformed into a deformed monster that sets out to do good and get back all the people that wronged him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was kind of I was kind of off with the uh, the robbery. Uh, yeah, what but, is that? I mean, it's not it sounds like a fucking reboot dink, so. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds yeah, exactly. What the fuck are you talking about? Um 
Fucking idiot. But Kaufman praised Blair and the script. Of course he did. <laughs> he's getting fucking, he's getting, getting banked from it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he and he's, dude, do well. <laughs> dude, dude, that's what he's fucking said. I, oh, I, oh my God. And he said, he, oh my God, this is actually like a sad interview. Cause he's like, hey, I, I told them that if they needed anything from me, they could call me, but they haven't. And, uh, but I, <laughs> I am available if they ever need me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then he goes, you know, uh, I really hope they keep going with this. Yeah, of course you do, dude. Fucking. Anyway, um, he says there's a lot of satire, a lot of slapstick, a lot of trauma humor in it. So we will see how that goes. Um, but back to the original here. Let's finally get into this fucking movie. Um, this in this intro to this movie is so wild. Uh, it's just all characters at a gym, which I forgot how much of the movie actually took place at the gym. Um, a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it. Everyone just hangs out at the gym. It's pre- it's actually so, pretty fucking sick. <laughs> even before you get to the gym, you just get a, um, like, like a panned out shot of New York city and a voiceover talking about New York city being the world capital of culture and industry. And then talking about skyscrapers and then talking about toxic waste. Uh, this takes place in New Jersey. Just, just fun fact. They spent so much time in the beginning uh, talking about New York City and to- toxic waste. But they, they do claim Tromaville is the toxic waste dumping capital of the world, which yes. always gives me a kick. I, I fucking... It, dude, he laid out Troma's entire fucking thing in this movie. I know I, we already said it, but it is just crazy because like... Every gag, every concept that you'll see carried out. Yeah. Every concept that you'll see carried out in the rest of the trauma movies, the toxic waste, the fucking, the landfills, the fucking everything, the corrupt politicians, it's all there and it all, it will never leave the trauma universe, dude. He kept making the same shit and yeah, rightfully so. Um, fucking great. Um, and this intro, it's just like everyone at the gym. And and I was explaining this to somebody um, who's who's a, a Gen Zer, if you will. Uh, so obviously, trauma, not Gen Z's cup of tea. I don't think. Um, and that's fair. That's fine. That's I understand completely. <laughs> but I was like, I, I was like trying to explain it to her, and I was just like, I was like, it's so offensive. It's so offensive. I was like, but it's fun to watch and it's i think it's because he offends everyone he offends me right like he he's not picking and choosing who to make fun of here and can i also say a fucking always a diverse cast for lloyd always like diverse yeah. always fucking diverse yeah. I, I for the time and the the genre of movie dude i think lloyd was way ahead of that like he he had everyone you could fucking imagine in these movies and it's because he couldn't pay anyone so he just fucking <laughs> asked anyone to show up and then took everyone um but like there's like uh, obviously some offensive shit in this and it but like the most offensive language always comes from i mean i mean the character that's actually true caricatures he does are offensive by today's yeah for sure but they're but they're outrageous but but you know he says things that you're like that those words aren't needed but they're coming from the biggest piece of shit characters in the film to make you hate them more. You know what? That's actually a great point. I didn't even think about that in this because 
I think, and I think that's actually true for almost every trauma movie. I don't know if there's ever been a good guy that said that shit when they did it. It's always been, it's yeah, no, always been always one of the creepiest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're fucking yeah. pathetic. Um, but I was just like, man, it's like so offensive. But like, I was like, I'm pretty sure he just offends everyone. And that's how it works. It's almost like South Park's mentality of just like, we're just going to make fun of everyone. And then each side is going to think that we're on their side <laughs> and love us. Um, yeah. But, but I think that's like a little bit similar here where Lloyd was just like, I'm just going to fucking spray like fucking shit at everyone. Um it, it's it's fucking it's fucking wild, and that opening gym scene is like, you just see it there, and you're just like, this you is get so everything. nuts. You so get nuts. everything. I mean, there's even like nobody's safe. Like he even throws in like a slightly overweight person just to just to be like, look at the fat person, dude. Dude, I mean, it's everyone. It's fucking everyone. <laughs> it's fucking everyone. White yuppies, fucking old guys. It's so funny. It's fucking amazing. cleavage immediately. <laughs> It's just it just screams trauma. I love it. I can't believe that Lloyd was wasn't Lloyd's married. He's been married for like fifty years, right? It's so nuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, is this? I will say this. Speaking of this gym scene, is the, the most surprising part of this movie how many fit people are in it for trauma? Troma's cast has looked a little rough usually. This one, they've got some bods out there. They've got some real fucking bods out there for for the Toxic Avenger. Uh, that I feel like that declines as the years go on with Tromaville. Uh, the 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 members of Tromaville turn. They're, they're, they're turn a little funny looking. It's a toxic waste exposure, man. It's all part of the universe. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a wild crew. Um, also, we you we talk about Melvin here, right? So Melvin is our main character. Um, Melvin's the most unfortunate looking human. Yeah, it's unfucking real. <laughs> it's unreal, and how they got him to act like that. There's a scene where he does something with his fucking mouth. Where he's like, dude, his teeth. Dude, he's honestly like the greatest product, like body actor of all time. Because the way that he gets his teeth to stick out. <laughs> There's a moment where he, that girl calls him into the back room. And he does this reaction, Joe, that I was like. I would have guessed it was CGI had that been a fucking thing in 1984 because his face is like doing the most contorted shit I've ever seen in my life. And I'm just like, this is unreal. Like, this is so fucking weird. Um, This poor guy, that's his fucking role. It's his claim to fame. And think about doing it. He's probably like doing it as a favor for Lloyd or knows Lloyd. And that was like. He's like, it's fine. No one will see this fucking movie. And it turns into like the biggest fucking cult (laughs) hit of all time. (laughs) um but he is just brutally bullied melvin um they hate him now to be fair let me just say something i'm just i'm not siding with the bad guys here i just need to say i just want to say i just want to say melvin puts the fucking mop in the hot tub I would have beat his fucking ass. I would have beat his fucking ass right there. Um, but that's all you need to do. You just needed to beat his ass at the gym. You didn't need to go overboard. Which, by the way, yeah, that like, never happens. Like they never resort to like the first stage of like conflict, like just getting into a fight. Right? He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. Well, immediately before before he even sticks the mop into the hot tub, 
they're just staring at him, be like, look at that fucking idiot mop boy. Dude, the way that they're talking is the way that you talk when you over exaggerate on the yes, show, calling people dude, a piece of shit. Dude. Dude, that, that is how he wrote the dialogue because they're just looking at him, be like, that fucking piece of shit mop boy. I hate him. It's like he's not doing anything. Dude, the, he actually, that guy, I forget it. I forget that character's name. I should Bo- pull it up. His name's fucking Bozo. Bo- Bo- Bozo. Fun fact, Vincent D'Onofrio was supposed to be Bozo. He was slated for Bozo, but he asked for more money, and they were like, nah, we'll find somebody else. <laughs> Which, by the way, is the right decision for Bozo. <laughs> uh, Bozo is fucking nuts, and Bozo, more than anyone, I know we've said this about a few other movies in the past, where people talk like me with the you piece of shit. This guy, though, is doing it like Every scene he's in, he'll, like, go up to somebody and be like, this fucking stupid idiot. Like, I'm going to fucking kill him. And he's always like, this person's making me fucking crazy, man. <laughs> like, he's making me fucking nuts. Stressing me out, man. Stressing me the fuck out, man. Dude, that, this guy, the, the actor who plays this guy, he's only in Class of Newcomb High and, like, maybe, like, two other trauma movies as, like, bit parts. He is giving it his awe. He he is sweating and just furious at every every scene. He's he's a great villain. I love him. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. He he's yeah. He's the most effective villain. And again, like I don't remember him at all. If you told me to like recap this movie, I don't think Bozo's included. Um, but why did Toxie defend the city? <laughs> oh wait, you know what? I wrote that. In advance, do you know Lloyd explains that? Lloyd, like, goes out of his way to explain that. <laughs> what does he say? He has that random scene where a doctor shows up and starts teaching a class um, about the toxic event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and he reveals, like, he just buries this in the movie. And, like, it answer. I think, honestly, it was probably shot after the fact because probably people had the same question I did, which was, like, why the fuck did Melvin want to save the city? Like when Melvin is tortured, the entire gym, which appears to be the entire town is like dying, laughing at him and like all, all in on it. Like Mel, like the toxic Avenger would not save the city. He would just burn it to the fucking ground. Yeah. It should be like a Jason Voorhees. Right. Point. Right. But that doesn't happen. He's, he saves the fucking town, but this doctor midway through the movie just randomly pops up and is like, uh, the monster, uh, can like without knowing like without knowing will kill bad people like he doesn't even need to know the person he somehow has an instinct to kill bad people whether he knows they did something bad or not yeah the original mangle expert the original mango dude literally a doctor just walks up to the stage and says it and then five minutes later as if we didn't just see that five minutes later you toxie hears that in his head and is like oh Oh, can I just say the scenes of Toxie running, like frolicking in the field and just and just growling and then looking at the camera, ripping coats off him is the funniest shit of all time. <laughs> Lloyd, like, watch I, that all day. Wouldn't you have loved to have been there and seen how Lloyd was fucking shooting this? Because, like, it's only an hour and 20 minutes. It's, it's only, yeah. It's an hour and 20 minutes. And there's a lot of, like, oh, sorry. There's a lot of, like, I don't want to call it B-roll, but like extra shots, right? Like of just, of just Toxie doing shit. <laughs> it's so silly. Um, 
It's can you imagine not not even just being there? Could you imagine like driving on your way to work and just seeing that happening in the field? <laughs> Which, dude, I actually kept thinking about that because I was like, they didn't have a budget, and we've watched the documentary. Well, the didn't have permits either. We, dude, so we watched just Renegade. We watched those documentaries on Lloyd's other movies, and it was always like we have like one day to fucking film this, and you would just see the traffic like be or, or, like people living their fucking lives and they'd be like we have one day to shoot this because then we're getting kicked out and they would do this in front of people going to work and yeah imagine seeing the toxic (laughs) avenger frolicking in a field (laughs) and it's probably silent because fucking because fucking lloyd adrs everything after the fact so just some guy doing it out there silently not speaking not doing anything just fucking frolicking around um Absolutely not, <laughs> dude. I and the, the voice is so funny. I would. I want to know so much about this. Um, we meet this group of kids who will be our villains, uh, or one set of villains for the movie. Um, and they love two things: fucking and running over children. And yes. Yes. they make this clear. <laughs> they do end up making this clear in their actions, but they make this clear from the beginning by just talking to each other and are just like, like they, they, they like meet each other at the gym and they're like, I can't wait to run over fucking children. <laughs> like they speak, they verb, yeah. they verbally say this shit. <laughs> One of the girls is like, can I please come with you this time? And then like, yeah, I hope he gets this like this time. Like it's, ridiculous and while they're saying it you're like they can't be talking about what i think they're talking about but then you watch them do it later on you're like oh all right the girl (laughs) the girl gets the girl gets so turned on by being allowed to hit children with cars that she immediately is like we need to have sex right now (laughs) (laughs) fucking ridiculous and dude the 80s fake boobies are out in full effect in this one yeah they do not move they do not sway they do not (laughs) Those are stiff, baby. Um, <laughs> those. Yeah. I, I, but anyway, hey. Um, they. So we hear them talk about it. They have sex. We end up going straight to them in a car. Uh, they they're driving like maniacs, and they spot a kid riding his bike, um, and they're like get him and he turns the car around he fucking runs over this kid that scene was crazy that scene was crazy when he hits him with the car yeah but <laughs> but but they find out uh, by looking in their rear view he's not dead so the girl's like you better go back and finish it and like sean's saying especially if you're a first-time viewer, and I can't even imagine if it was 1984, uh, hitting a kid on a bike is, holy shit, enough. Going back and running the head over and then watching the head explode under the tire is fucking insane. And he did this effect (laughs) by taking a watermelon and injecting it with dye and corn syrup and then putting a wig on it. And it is, like, that is brilliant because it's so effective because yeah. you, i mean the watermelon is literally getting crushed and exploding and it looks like it's somebody's it's head. nuts it's fucking crazy ridiculous it's fucking, absolutely ridiculous it's absolutely fucking <laughs> crazy uh exploding a fucking head just a kid's head too 
a, a fucking kid's head. Um, and it's all about points too. It's not even like they're like you don't get the points unless he's fucking dead. And that's like why he turns around. Um, oh god, that was insane. And then they start taking pictures of the dead kid. Yeah, which will come into play later in the movie in the most obscene. Way. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lloyd, man, he should have been arrested. He You're honestly should have been. Live, That's so. You're arresting the, the two live crew in 1989 for singing songs about getting head. And, uh, you don't arrest Lloyd. This motherfucker it. is like. <laughs> deranged deranged like, why would make you even think that i saw her with the polaroids i was like what i even wrote a joke i was like why is she holding polaroids fucking dead kids it's psychotic okay well anyway um uh the we cut back to the gym these bullies are bullying everyone. I think they killed an aerobics instructor with a snake. <laughs> the snake down in the back of his shirt. I don't know why that happens. And then uh, one of those sexy evil women lures Melvin into the girl's locker room where Melvin does his best face acting I've ever seen. Um, and she's like, I want to have sex, but you have to wear this tutu outfit that I bought you and bring your mop. Which is now setting up, obviously, the most famous scene, right? Um, but why? This is like a serious question. Like, I'm being very serious. And somebody might know the answer. It might be documented. I don't know. We probably could have done a lot more legwork on this episode because there's probably like tons of videos and shit. But like, why did Lloyd... Like, you're designing a monster, right? You're designing a monster for a movie. You're designing a character. I mean, I guess he didn't think it would be a franchise. But, like, who's, like, he needs to wear a fucking tutu? Like, the monster has to be in a tutu so badly that we have to somehow crowbar how Melvin is in a tutu. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of effort to get Toxie in a tutu. I mean, just, this, I think it's just fucking Lloyd, dude. Just, like, that's like, amazing. Really funny. He's like, dude, this like, guy wears just... polka dots and a tutu, and then he has to wear it forever because he turns into the toxic. <laughs> you know what, Joe? I think you're 100% right. Because in those documentaries we've seen, he, like, once it's his idea and he's, like, focused on it, he's like, that's what it is. And people will be yeah. like, we can do it this way and it'll be easier. And he's like, no, like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> And, and it's and like the most illogical credit, shit. Dude, to Lloyd's credit, like he is explaining the backstory as to why he has it. And I'm sure he's not putting that much effort into it. No, like, that'll be clearly funny. not. Uh, he's just like, <laughs> he thinks the payoff is like a monster in a tutu. Like that must've been like for him, like the funniest shit in yeah, the dude. world. And he's like, now no, we have that's... to figure out how to get him in it. Yeah, exactly. Which... A lesser filmmaker would would have just skipped that part. They would right. be like, he's like, gonna wear a tutu. He, he doesn't need to That's wear it. the tutu. He can wear jeans or whatever. Like and yeah. instead, Lloyd's like, have the girl be like, I only fuck guys in tutus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so wild. Anyway, um, Melvin goes in. He thinks he's cuddling with a woman, but it's a fucking sheep, um, <laughs> which is somehow like he is like absolutely sh- stunned by. Uh, he even says, I think, like, you're so soft. You're so soft, yeah. 
Kissing a sheep. And this prank is performed by the entire trauma gym. Uh, there must be 400 fucking people there laughing at him. <laughs> and this leads to Melvin. An- another thing that I never really, I guess, thought about or picked up on. Melvin throws himself out of that fucking window. <laughs> yeah, he runs <laughs> towards it and jumps out. <laughs> I always like kind of put it on the, the, the bullies throwing him out the window. But like Melvin's just like peace out like he could have just run out the front door <laughs> i mean i think he was in despair i think that's that's the point like you would fucking jump out a fucking window well, i mean he's trying to kill himself <laughs> oh well that's sad okay <laughs> oh no I, I feel like a jerk all right uh <laughs> But don't worry, because luckily there are uh, two guys carrying open vats of toxic waste who decided to pull over on the curb and do a, a bunch of blow, as toxic waste carriers tend to do. Uh, yeah, and th- that scene lasts so long. It's like, dude, we see the toxic event, the toxic, pe- the toxic sludge people. Like from like five minutes in and we just randomly cut to them driving to the gym where they're like, oh, let's park here and do blow. (laughs) But like we watch them for some reason, like multiple times, like explaining why they're parking, explaining where they're going, explaining what they're carrying. (laughs) Lloyd's the fucking man. Like he's just so fucking weird, dude. Like he's so fucking weird. Um, He falls out of the sludge barrels, though. His skin starts bubbling. Um, Bozo, Bozo, is that his name? Bozo, Bozo, yeah, Bozo and Slug are the two guys. Bozo, Bozo comes out, and Bozo fucking killed me here. Like I was honestly laughing so fucking hard. Bozo, Bozo, because like the girls are like, like you fucking did this, like you fucking caused this to happen, like, and he's like, no, 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 he's like, he's faking it. He keeps yelling, he's faking it, and then he goes, he he can't take a joke. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. I thought that was like the funniest shit I ever heard. Um a cop comes to try to help Melvin. The cop catches on fire. Um which you're like, well that doesn't Just make sense. Him. Yeah, which you're like that doesn't make sense cuz Melvin's not on fire. And <laughs> then Melvin bursts in the flames. <laughs> And then, and then Night on Bald Mountain plays the, the song from like uh, Fantasia. Dude, dude, why does it, dude, that, so that song, what's the name of that song? Night on Bald Mountain. So it that, must be public that, domain because he plays pu- it like a thousand times. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, clearly a public domain song and somehow turned into Toxie's theme song, which was also <laughs> in other movies. Can you imagine, like, you're like, can you even imagine pitching this? Like, being like, by the way. This, like, think about the Avengers theme song, how epic it is. And they're like, yeah, by the way, we're going to do that Fantasia song. <laughs> For I mean, it kinda, dude, it works. Uh, dude, it works so fucking well. When he shows up and that music plays, it's so awesome. Um, So, yeah. So, he's on fire. He runs away. He runs home. Um, He gets into the tub. And some of the most insane special effects for low budget ever, like the skins yeah. bubbling. Uh, also, the worst Foley artist of all time, because it's clearly Lloyd rubbing balloons with his hands, like <laughs> for the effects of the skin expanding. It's just like, it's awful. Um, but that's it. Uh, and Melvin's mom is concerned, but she can't get in to see him. And she she 
pridefully walks away saying my little melvin must have finally reached puberty <laughs> guys like that is not what you would think you would be like this, somebody's dying in there he's like <laughs> i need to call 911 <laughs> and then before we know it toxie is on the loose the toxic avenger is out um not the we don't ma- see his face we don't see you his don't face. see his face right away his mask in this i also did not realize was very different than what he'll become i think in part two um a much more low budget mask um uh did we do part two for the show have we done that i i honestly i know we've done three and i know we've done four i don't think we did two Hmm. oh yeah two has the best fucking cover yeah the cover of two is awesome (laughs) yo we skipped the only two good toxic avenger movies That's fucking incredible. That's honestly fucking incredible. Good job, guys. Unless we did too, which very well. We were going to get eight emails about it. Yeah, so, somebody let us know. And we probably <laughs> said we fucking hated it. Um, and you know what? Two actually changes. What the fuck? So that's so weird. Because um, in this, we w- Toxie will get his blind girlfriend in the first movie, which I did not remember. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Sarah. Uh that is a theme throughout all of the Toxic Avenger movies. But it was funny because when I was watching this, I was like, oh, it's so crazy because Sarah is a normal looking girl. Sarah is like, she's a very pretty woman, um, but she, she's not what we'll see in the later movies. And I thought that was weird because in the later ones, it's like teased fucking hair, giant fake boobs. Like, it's crazy. Like, the blind girlfriend is very, and she's always wearing like, a bikini and it's just like it's it's all very silly um in the second movie they change her name and the actress obviously um to claire which is the name i remembered when i saw sarah i was like oh that's weird her name's claire in the second one i think they keep that name throughout the rest of them um and she's a much different character than in the first one which i think is (laughs) interesting um but anyway um so taxi's on the loose um, and we meet the Cretans, our first intro to the Cretans, the gang. Cause I thought for a minute, I thought those bullies were going to be like kind of our proto Cretan crew. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like if Lloyd ever writes in how they kind of like transformed into the Cretans, the, he didn't need to, cause he included the fucking Cretans themselves. Um, right away. A little more low key than the Cretans were used to. Uh, but very much the Cretans, for sure. Like fucking face paint, very dramatic. They love they're artists. No. The Cretans are artists in crime. <laughs> like you gotta have a look, you gotta have a gimmick, you gotta have face paint, you gotta have all these fucking things. Um and we meet the Cretans who are about to um pay off they're they're trying to bribe a cop and the cop which by the way, th- there's three Cretans, two of them are like, Yeah, he doesn't take bribes. And the, the the one that's we'll find out his name is fucking Cigarface. Cigarface. <laughs> Sounds like a name we would give somebody in high school. Um, fucking Manface. Um, <laughs> Dude, it's Cigarface, Knuckles, and Nipples. Those are the three. <laughs> and Knuckles and Nipples are like, yeah, he doesn't take bribes. And Cigarface is like, yeah, we'll see about that. And the cop comes and they're like, here's some cash. And the cop's like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, well, now you're going to find out why they call me Cigar Face, which is, <laughs> he puts out cigars on his face. Um, yes, yeah. 
they're about to shoot that cop's dick off uh, for whatever reason. They're like, but you, dude, I, I didn't even hear exactly what he said. But like Nipples is like, you know, the boss said to fucking, blah, blah, blah. he says something. And they're like, oh, yeah. And then he just puts the gun on the guy's dick. And you're like, what the fuck would the boss have said? That like- Well, well, Nipples, Nipples might be my favorite side character in this whole thing because of that line. And then when the Toxic Avenger first shows up right here, Nipples reaction is like so genuine as to it's like it's like that mask was revealed to him for the first time because his eyes are just like and and he the way he he says holy shit but the way he says it it sounds so authentic it's fucking awesome maybe he didn't see it i mean fucking unreal (laughs) um and he uh so he he taxi shows up like you said uh rips off their hair or wigs i don't know um rips nipples no no rip rips knuckles nose off just rips it off his fucking face unreal and then fucking takes nipples eyes out with his fingers with his fingers yep yep that is crazy not to be outdone he uh punches cigar face's dick 10,000 times <laughs> Dude, wait he fucking picks up cigar face by the nuts <laughs> throws him into an oil drum so his legs are straight up and down and then speed bags his fucking speed bags dick. It. <laughs> <laughs> bro that's so stupid fucking get- and you know like half of this shit has to be Lloyd ad-libbing on set right like they put him in the oil barrel and it's like you gotta fucking speed bag his fucking and nuts it's, and it's just for the payoff of that guy getting up and be like I'm gonna get you <laughs> 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 Which of course is ADR'd because like almost the entire movie's fucking ADR'd. Um a fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but but after after he speed bags that guy's nuts, cigar face is nuts, we finally get to hear Toxie's voice, which is not Melvin's voice. No. I mean, Melvin had a very funny, ridiculous voice. Yes. But then we get Toxie's voice, and uh he is the most proper <laughs> speaking human being of all time. He's immediately just like I'm sorry. I never done anything like this before. <laughs> and it's so like, it's so fucking genius. It's so like, I don't know. I like, again, I think it's just Lloyd being like, this is funny. Like, this and, is- and he's right. And he's right. Because, <laughs> because you hear Toxie growling the entire time he's turned yeah. into Toxie. He's and just going. And, I, and I just want to interrupt real quick. That growl is like, honestly, like if you actually listen to it is like, I was like, how did they make this? Like, it's actually, like, fucking intense. Like, I was like, Lloyd actually put effort into that fucking growl. Like, yeah. and a lot of time recording it because there's so many variations of it. So, sorry, I just wanted to say that because the growl is, like, no, fucking it's, big. It's great growl. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that is a funny payoff because because Toxie's essentially Frankenstein's monster as a superhero. Right. And, and like how the people react to him is how the, they react to Frankenstein. Even the payoff at the end is like, maybe he wasn't really a monster, but all that to say, he's just growling like a Frankenstein monster would, but then they hear him talk in such a proper like, eloquent <laughs> in such a proper and eloquent way. It's, it, it is funny. Lloyd, Lloyd's fucking genius. When he goes home and like, it's as if Frankenstein monster can speak because he's like, T- talking about his plight to Sarah, his girlfriend, and he's like, 
Oh, geez, Sarah. Like, I don't know. It's like, gee, Wilkers, I feel like I'm lost. I, I can't control myself. myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. Um, <laughs> and even right before that, he's growling at the door and Sarah is scared because she's like, who's there? And it's him. Yeah. I Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> we get our first glimpse into the politics of trauma, which Tromaville, uh, which again, we will see throughout the corrupt mayors, the corrupt cops, um, taking money, uh, siding with the Cretans. Everything is for cash. Doesn't matter what the people think they're going to move the landfill and move it to the, where the drinking water is. And they all laugh at that, <laughs> which is their drinking water also. But, and, and, and the mayor it's worth noting is a very large man. You'll see him in a lot of uh, trauma movies, yep. but he's always like shirtless and just laying on, on top of sandwiches, <laughs> eating hoagies at any given time. Yeah. Pat Ryan Jr. Oh, God. He passed yeah, away like yeah. super young. Dude, like six years after Sh- this. Sean, of course he did. <laughs> well, well, remember that fucking other guy that's in trauma movies that like Lloyd like treats like absolute dog shit? And <laughs> the guy's yeah, like. He died too. He died too. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Fuck. Dude, that, those clips where he's like. Lloyd, I hate this movie, and I'm going to walk off. And Lloyd's like, fine. Like, fucking leave. And he's like, oh, fine, I won't. I'll stay. <laughs> and then they'll, like, interview him later, and he's like, yeah, Lloyd talked me into it. And it's like, no, he did. Like, like he cuts to Lloyd, and Lloyd's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, leave. If you're, like, <laughs> if you're going to be like this, leave. Like, Lloyd's a little childish, too, but whatever. For sure. Uh, I also love that the, that the chief of police is is a literal Nazi. He has a German accent, and the whole time you're like, "Is this guy a Nazi?" And then at the very end, he sick hails uh, when, when getting an order from the from the mayor. And he like, yeah, he calls to that a bunch of times. Like he'll click his heels together and be like, uh, yeah. uh, whoops." <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's no purpose to that. Other than no, it's like. Be real funny if I had a Nazi in, in this movie. Funniest, <laughs> funniest shit to Lloyd is putting Nazis in it that get killed. <laughs> um, which fair. Melvin learns uh, the hard truth that he can't go home. His mom's scared of him when he she answers the door. Um, and he sets up his famous home in the landfill. Like we get that backstory, which will continue again through every single fucking movie. Toxie lives in the landfill. Um. Cut to a taco place where the Cretans decide to hold it up. They shoot one guy. Dude, the death scenes are so wild. Like the even the wild. Even, even these extras that were just fucking there to get killed are like f- convulsing on the fu- they're acting their fucking asses. That's why dude, that's why this movie works because none of them are professional actors. They're all just like giving it. They're all those those these three villains that come in are honestly like terrifying. Not, not ter- like nobody's watching this movie and scared, but like they're they are like, yeah, giving it their best effort to be piece of shit robbers. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, they're they're doing they're doing everything. Um, they're they're, <laughs> they're doing fucking everything. Uh, and this is where we will meet um, uh, Sarah, the 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 blind woman who uh, is the love interest to Toxi, and also the dog shooting scene. Yeah, yeah. Hey, your your camera uh, cut out. So. Yeah, I, I was doing something okay sorry no worries uh i think there's 
I just think there's a specter in here. Um, don't worry <laughs> about the specter. Uh, speaking of specter, can we do? Should we talk about that fucking shit that we saw at your house, dude? I just want no. to say one thing about it. I just want to say one thing about it. I know, I know. It's it's going to like bug you out. But I just want people to know cuz we got a ton of fucking messages being like was it planned? Was it staged? Dude, you can see my fucking face in that. Like I rewatched it and I like you can see my face. That is a fucking very real reaction. And what's fucking weird and I don't know if Joe has even posted about this or not or told people. Joe has been talking to me about weird shit going on there. Not since you moved in, but like within like the last year, which I mean, we've only both been in our new houses for two years. Um, but like in the last like six months, like you've fucking told me some shit that I was like, honestly, Joe, the last thing you told me, I genuinely believe there was somebody in your house. I, I didn't want to say it to you because that's Dude. terrifying, but I thought somebody right, was in your fucking house and like a go, kid let's or off, something. Let's go off the rails here. Let's, let's go for, I tried to tell the story during the live show, but I was honestly too flustered to, to like get it out. But, um, th- this is legitimately true. I was in the bathroom and getting ready to go pick Shay up from school. Cause it was her actual birthday. We're going to go I was picking her up and then we're going to get her ready so we can go out and get some food. And, turn on the water to my sink and I hear a pound on my door, not my outside door, my bathroom door to the point where I just turned off the water and stood there. And like when things like that happen, like I can't explain it. You'd only be able to relate if you've experienced something like that. But like when, when you hear something like that, I, I remember just standing there still being like, did that really just fucking happen? And I said out loud, nobody else is in the house. I said out loud one second and waited to hear if like I heard anyone. And I'm like, Oh, I, you know, I, I remember like cocking my head, being like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Maybe my dad, because my dad watches Logan during the day." Uh, um, so I was like, "Maybe my dad brought him over, like, because he knew we were going out with Shay." So I was like, "What the fuck?" So I looked out the window, and then it happened again. And I was like, Dude, "What the fuck?" And then the uh, the handle on the door, the, this is, like this sounds very exaggerated, but the handle on the door fell off. And I took a picture and sent it to Sean. Yeah. And I also sent a picture to Sean of me calling my parents immediately after. <laughs> being like, was that you? Like, was that you? And my dad's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you were just in the house? He's like, no, I wasn't in the house. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I got to call you back. So I called my mom. And I was like, were you in the house? And she's like, no. I was like, the fucking handle on the bathroom, the inside bathroom door fell off on the out, like the one that goes into the room. And like, I heard pounding on the door and like in the bathroom and like i i'm not making that up it wasn't a pipe it wasn't shit i have pex pipes so i know it wasn't an old pipe i just had them redone it's like i heard a fucking knock and then two days later two i even called my neighbor and it was like can you check your because <laughs> yeah, I, right. I told yeah, yeah, sean yeah. Yeah, when i told sean i was like i actually think somebody might have been in the house yeah. i don't think it was like a ghost or anything like i think somebody was thought, like in I my thought, house trying to fucking steal shit yes that's what i thought when you told me i was like I didn't even want to say it because, like, that's really fucking scary and unsettling. Because I was like, I, I was like, it's a fucking kid. Like, it's not a kid or like a young person that's stealing or like, yeah. yeah you, well, your first, I was like, that's weird, like ghosts. But then you're like, no, ghosts aren't real. So somebody was in my fucking house, and so I called my neighbor. I was like, you check because he has uh, a camera on his garage that uh, shows both of our driveways. So I was like, can you can you rewind it and check it and like see if he saw anything? So he did. And he's like, no, man, I I didn't see anything. So that's like how, how serious I, I took it. And then the next day or two days later, rather, uh, it was the day of Shay's party, birthday party at like seven in the morning. 
Tina and I were getting stuff ready and the kids come running into the room and I have, I have the, the reaction on video because yeah, uh, the they were so excited. Um, they came running into the room and they were like, guys, 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 like we just heard a voice and me and Tina are like, what are you talking about? But they're in the sunroom where there's no TV, you know, there's nothing they could have heard. And like, somebody just said, happy birthday, Shay. And Logan was saying like, is grandpa playing a trick on us? And I was like, nobody's. <laughs> That's Nobody's outside. That's and, then, and then both of them, both of them, were like, well, maybe it was the neighbor. Like, maybe the neighbor. I was like, the neighbor wouldn't come into our backyard and stand outside the sunroom and say that. And then they went back into the room and they came running back out after. And like, somebody's knocking on the door. Somebody's knocking on the door. Yo, so I'm, I'm like, gonna fucking, this has to I'm, stop. Gonna fucking, this I'm gonna fucking lose my fucking mind. And, <laughs> but anyway, during the live show, there was people saw something moving behind me, and and some of our followers slowed it down. Like they took they took it um the spot where it happened and they slowed it down and like i'm still somebody who has to use logic like it probably was like lighting or something but there is definitely like a shadow and it appears in like the middle of the room and moves that way so there was a moment during it you were adjusting the light and i saw it like through your shadow in a funny way and i was like oh that's what it fucking was it was his shadow like that's what I saw walking across. Like, um, but then I realized it was not a shadow. I, I rewound it or watched the replay after, and I was like, that's not, that can't be his fucking shadow. It doesn't even match up. That was fucking scary as fuck, dude. And by the way, you'll see my reaction does not look like I'm scared at all, but that's that's probably the most genuine, nervous human reaction you'll ever see in your life. Where I'm just like cackling. I'm laughing so fucking hard because I'm like so fucking scared. Dude, I, I like to pretend I'm a tough guy. That When I was in the bathroom that time and I said one second out loud, it was probably the most scared <laughs> I've been. Because I was like, there's somebody at my bathroom door. No, that's fucking, like, that's fucked up, dude. I would, I would lose my fucking mind. I would lose my fucking mind. Well, anyway, I just want to address that. And yeah, we should have mentioned that at the top of this conversation. That there was a, there was fuck some weird shit in the videos. Like you can see some shit and whether it's lights or something, I don't know what the fuck it is, but like with the other shit going on, I don't know, man. But whether it's lights or whatever, check it out if you if you're a Patreon member because it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. There's like a thing that like moves that dangles at one point, and it's like, bro, like what the fuck? It like it moves like there's wind in the basement. It's fucking weird. Um, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had to talk about it. Like we haven't really talked about it. Uh, since. I see that. Like, if you look behind me right now, there's like those two things, and I keep thinking they're like eyes. I don't, I I don't even know what it is. You see, you see that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Ooh, that is too much. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> Gotta sell it. Uh, two years. Two years. We're over the two year mark, so we can sell them now. Text without getting hit. Anyway, hey guys. Uh, Toxic Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Toxie, those guys that attack the taco place, Toxie shows up. Fucking, well, they're about to fucking sexually assault her. Well, they did sexually assault her. They were about to rape her um, until Toxie shows up, <laughs> rips off his fucking arm, which is fucking nuts. And then the guy's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And like throws his shoulder like he's throwing a punch and then like looks down and is like, what the fuck? Um and there's Fun so- fact that actor has no arm in real life. Uh, he's missing an arm. That's so. amazing. Um, 
there's so much karate and martial arts though for some reason here and to a point where the guy Toxie's fighting like pulls out like a like a martial arts style sword <laughs> like <laughs> like what the fuck is this like lloyd for sure just hired his fucking karate instructor um <laughs> and then Toxie and um sarah fall in love immediately yeah monster saves the day is all over the newspaper kills kills a guy with ice cream which, oh. which is a great death yes um monster saves the day we're seeing the newspaper clippings we get a um we get the doctor that tells us that the monster <laughs> fights crime unintentionally he can't control himself <laughs> from fighting crime uh cut to a guy selling steroids at the gym who is not an in-shape person um but is selling steroids and working out um and like it's so bizarre because Toxie just randomly shows the up like at the fucking gym to kill this guy for selling steroids. Yes. And that guy, that guy uh, worth noting, he's on the, uh, the mayor's payroll because you saw him in one of the meetings. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the, he's like, here's the drug money. Um, fucking kills that guy. Then that girl, goes into the sauna one of the killer girls goes into the sauna starts diddling herself to the polaroids of dead children in the sauna in the sauna fucking nuts and then toxi shows up there and picks her up and puts her ass on the hot coals death death by uh getting your ass burned on yeah hot sauna and his big one-liner here was let that be a let that be a lesson to you, hot ass. <laughs> Written by Buzz himself. <laughs> I had to, I had to fucking Most Buzz be, line I've ever heard. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Toxie's outside. Um, what are you doing over there? Sorry, sorry. Opening a can of vodka. Oh, oh, hello. Um, Toxie. Is it very loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so loud. It's like we're fucking like, I don't, I mean, I think it's going to be on the recording. It's like. I mean, the microphone's right here. Yeah, it's it was fucking nuts. It was like actually fucking nuts. I don't even know why I tried to go over it. I should have just paused and waited until you were ready. Dude, all I had to do was open the flap, but of course I like ripped it wrong. So then I just had to keep tearing it. <laughs> What are those? Uh, dog head fish. This one's gin crush. Oh, shit. Dude, I'm all about these fucking mixed drinks in a can, man. Yeah, I was drinking. Um, see, uh, we keep getting derailed. I was just drinking straight Seagram's, but I left all my seltzer upstairs. So I'm now oh, out, so oh, oh, keeping it going. Keeping it going. There you go. Well, Toxie leaves the gym uh, where he's approached for no reason by a pimp who's like, <laughs> Uh, 12 year old girls for $12 and you're like what the f- this is in- fucking nuts it's Lloyd, Lloyd's commentary on like inner city New York City yes. crime at the time is so <laughs> but we, we've talked about it in the past like it's so extreme but it's also like New York City had that reputation at the yeah. time like it, it was a fucking chaotic hellhole and everyone like no one there was I mean I shouldn't say that 
the people involved in that shit aren't very intelligent. I don't know why we give them credit. They probably very well did go up to people being like, 12-year-old, 12 dollars, and then wondered why, like, the police were able to arrest them so easily. But, <laughs> oh, how'd you figure me out? <laughs> um, and Toxie just murders these guys so fast. Which, by the way, because it's one pimp, and then for some reason, 18 other pimps show up. Clown car, a clown car henchman. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Toxie just fucking murders them all. Uh, and then we get the montage of Toxie just being a wonderful superhero walking old <laughs> ladies across the street. Opening it, opening tight cans. Dude, like and I jars. feel like I feel like he does this in every Toxie movie too. Like he always has like a Toxie montage of him like doing silly stuff. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's, him, it's him doing good deeds and then him in the field just ripping the jacket off of him. <laughs> Growling. <laughs> I love it. Um, then he meets back up with Cigar Face, who's back and pissed with a bunch of friends. And they all have guns pointed at Toxie in a circle. They've got him surrounded. <laughs> they, the, mayor, the mayor sent Cigar Face. He's like, kill the monster. Yeah. That's why they're there. Yeah. The mayor is not a good guy. He's he's trying to kill Toxie. Um, so they've got Toxie surrounded with guns. And they start shooting, and Toxie just jumps super high in the air. <laughs> so it's essentially a six-person Mexican standoff. Right. Except they're all aiming at Toxie, but he jumps, and they all they all shoot they each all other. shoot each other. They're all dead by their own guns. Uh, and Toxie's on the balcony, flipping them off like the werewolf in that fucking the were- <laughs> yeah, cursed dude. Yeah, honestly, that's what I thought of too, dude. Who directed Cursed? Like maybe Wes he- Craven. Wes uh, Craven. Wes Craven's definitely not shouting out Lloyd. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck. I I dude, I really felt like I was watching this and I was like, whoever did that in that movie, like, watch this. Because, dude, it was the same fucking thing. Toxie somehow jumps on a balcony or like a fire escape. Yeah. And just like is doing the werewolf flip off, like the hunch, everything is the fucking same. I was like, that I think that's like a fucking Lloyd shout out, man. Like <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was. Anyway, Sarah's in trouble again. Sarah, I love you, Sarah, but you gotta s- stop going out in trauma because they don't treat blind people very nicely. <laughs> um, Sarah goes out, gets in trouble. Toxie does save her, uh, and we get our first r- romantic scene between Sarah and Toxie, where I think Sarah gives him a hand job until he comes smoke. Um, I believe that's the takeaway in that scene. I don't fully know, but regardless, the next scene, they have sex with clothes on who, who, who would you fuck? <laughs> who are you throwing swamp thing in here? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. I knew it was coming. <laughs> who are you fucking? You fucking swamp thing that, that eats his own dick. Wait, who eats the dick swamp thing? No, you both eat the dick. And you like? Well, she. He only tore off a little piece for her. Right. He, he, he ate the dick. dick from, yeah. <laughs> eating his own hog, baby. <laughs> That's true love, man. That's so crazy. Who you fucking? Are you fucking, fucking swamp thing? High off his own supply? Or are you fucking <laughs> toxic? Just smoking, smoking. Uh, Coming smoke everywhere. Pro- probably swamp thing. The smoke's gonna hurt. Like uh. that's what I was like, dude. Like you don't know what's coming out of this fucking guy. 
Yeah. It's toxic waste. It's toxic. He's fucking literally made of toxic waste. He's probably going to kill you. Uh, so Swamp Thing, though, right? That's why Swamp Thing, Swamp oh, Thing. Because, like, dude, Swamp, so here's the thing with Swamp Thing, right? He, he, Swamp Thing is fucking way more powerful than people think. He controls all of the forests. Like, he is plant. He just goes in. Yeah. So not, he, not that movie. <laughs> no, not in that movie. By the way. I don't know why I'm explaining it like that. But theoretically, Swamp God damn it. Swamp Thing could like stretch his arms, right? So if I'm yeah, yeah. if I'm fucking Swamp Thing, or if I'm well, the, okay, if I'm what fucking, Swamp Thing are we talking about though? I know the one that rips his dick off or just the general swamp thing. <laughs> so, okay. That might change my answer. That might change you know my what? answer. That definitely changes my answer because we have to talk about only Swamp Thing with eating his own From Return dick. of Swamp Thing. Yeah. yeah okay. So yeah, yeah, you fuck that guy because he's like the least threatening person of all time. <laughs> yeah, Literally rips guy. his Great. dick off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't have sex with you anymore. Um, he just eats his own dick. And then you're like, oh, okay. So what do we do now? He <laughs> just scissor. You wait for it to grow back. He's like, wait five years. <laughs> grow back. Um... Anyway, his fingers are ribbed for you know, somehow we're still talking. Somehow we're still talking about the toxic Avenger. <laughs> um, so, uh, Toxy, Toxy's on the loose. Werewolf flips him off. He runs. Um, they have sex. Then we get <laughs> the funniest fucking Toxy moment in the movie, which is, um, the final, I think it's the final woman who's part of the bullies. Yeah. She's the last one standing. <laughs> She's like changing her shoes and the gym at the bench. And Toxie slides out from under the bench. <laughs> his head pops. It's just his head. And just yells, murderer. <laughs> the fuck was that? That was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. Because Toxie has not been discreet in any way, shape, or form. No, like he had no need to be hiding, dude. Hi- hiding under, hiding under a bench, he's fucking seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stinks. You would smell him. You smell. Oh my god, he's, dude. I feel like you, you. He enters the building, and no matter where you are in the building, you're like, oh fuck, like oh, fuck. Melvin's here. <laughs> Mel- Melvin's here. Um, fucking nuts. Anyway, um, he chases her into the basement. She runs away. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, well, it's only the director's cut, which which I did watch. Marissa Tomei makes a cameo at 56 minutes and 19 seconds. She's the one that comes out of the shower and screams while Toxie is choking that girl up against the wall. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Young Marissa Tomei. She's, she's it for me. That's the top. She's great. That's- Super young. Uh, very Italian looking in this one. I like <laughs> she's she's probably like the only celebrity crush I have like wow okay she I don't I don't really have like like celebrity crushes really um anyway Toxie pops out uh, and then her death is the only off-screen death I think in the movie for some reason right like Toxie holds up a pair of scissors you see the shadow and I don't think you see yeah. nah <laughs> Lloyd was like that would be fucking too much <laughs> <laughs> Gotta draw the line somewhere. Yeah, fucking know you sick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, outside Slug and Bozo. Um 
see Toxy and uh, are like, we got to run him over too. <laughs> <laughs> Which they try and they fail. Toxy just rides the hood, baby. Did he kill that girl or he just cut off her hair? Sorry. I'm going back to that. I don't know. Why would he not kill her? She was. I think that's. I think that's the joke that Lloyd's making. But I don't know. Oh, oh, like, <laughs> nice, good job, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, they try to kill. They try to kill him, and uh, Toxy ends up in the car. Toxy ends up. Toxy throws one dude out of the car. Um, slug, slug, and then drives. F- but also, why is this? This scene is so long, Joe. This scene is actually so long because I had to watch it twice. Um, cause I was like, did I miss something? And then I didn't. And I just had to watch that twice. It's like so fucking long of Toxie and him fighting in the car, um, <laughs> leading up to Toxie, just driving it off the fucking cliff with him inside <laughs> <laughs> while he's laughing. Toxie's laughing the entire time. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking weird. Um, it, it's so weird. Like how Toxie changes too, right? Like peeking out from under the bench and now like laughing. It's so fucking weird. Um, wait, dude, did we miss? Oh no, no, no. It's coming up. Oh, thank God. Anyway. So taxi blows up the car, killing the bullies slug. And that, that, that other guy, um, taxi. The next scene is the weirdest scene. And it's so fucking weird. It's so fucking bizarre. We go to a a, a dry cleaner, and there's a, yes. a, a a woman there, and Toxie throws her. She is seemingly an innocent woman, right? I Old was woman. I, I was actually yeah. very confused. I was actually very confused. I was because I was like, am I supposed to know who this is? Because Toxie walks in and is like, no, dude, it's it, it's a great it's a great job by Lloyd because. We don't know who she is. It seems very random. Yes. Um, you're going to explain in detail what he does. But then afterwards, you're like, oh, Toxie fucked up. And then that's where the movie turns from right there. Everyone's like, Toxie just killed this woman for no reason. That's a, a ge- That's genuinely good movie making. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that, that's fucking great. great. You have to be able to do something like that. Like, I'm not even going to get off the but rails again. He but- does, and there's only like 10 minutes left in the movie, too. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He waited a little while to to pretend to be a filmmaker. <laughs> no, it's funny though because he because he because he pulls it off. Like the people turn on him, and then he gets his redemption with ten fucking minutes left. It's nuts. Um, he takes this woman. He throws her in an industrial dryer. <laughs> Turns it on. Fucking kills her. Newspapers are asking the same thing. You know that we are what. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why did he kill an innocent person? Like, um, and then Melvin goes to his home lair, his fuck pad with Sarah. And, uh, he's like, I lost control. I, I don't think I'm in control at all. Like, and you should leave. Cause I'm a freak. Um, cut to the fucking mayor's office where they're like, Oh, did you see she died? And they're like, oh, yeah, she owned a slavery ring. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, she wasn't as nice as you think. She owned a slavery ring. I was like, human trafficking. But again, it's like Lloyd being like, it's it's Lloyd just being over the top to show you how bad these people are. (laughs) Yeah. Like, she wasn't just bad. 
She's the worst of the worst. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, so she wasn't good. So, Toxie's instincts were correct. He killed the right person. He did not kill an innocent person. Um, and then the mayor's like, we're going to kill Toxie, which gets out to the townspeople. And the townspeople are like, Toxie's the best. Which really, I mean, surface level, let's look at this and be like, maybe he's not. He did just kill that woman. And we are not privy to the knowledge that she is in the slave trade. Uh, <laughs> we just think she's a nice woman. What? Why? Why are these people protecting him? But they are very like, Toxie's the best. He saved our town. He saved a lot, and a lot of people are are the one that are behind him are ones that Toxie personally saved. Yeah, yeah. like they're like the I would have been killed. Yeah. yeah, the the ice cream shop owner. <laughs> um, they all credit Toxie for that, even though like no one would ever step foot in that ice cream parlor ever again, regardless of the outcome of that incident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts that they're all eating ice cream there. Actually, days later, days after a massacre. <laughs> 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 the dog no, was yeah, shot. No way they cleaned it up. The Tromaville sanitation. <laughs> no. um, but they are like, we need to save our monster hero. The mayor, meanwhile, calls the National Guard like really easily. He's like, uh, he calls the governor. He's like, governor. And then he's like, oh, will you send the National Guard? Okay. National Guard shows up. All of this is to kill Toxie. Yep. They get there. They surround Toxie. But the townspeople show up for him, man. The town. Yeah, and the whole time, the whole time, um, like the cop that's on the force that was saved by him was like, "We can't do this." Plus, he's with his girlfriend Sarah, mm-hmm. and even the mayor at one point is like, "What's one life compared to saving thousands of others?" Yeah. Uh, and and I like, dude, I like that Lloyd is putting this in there. Like, I know he, Lloyd, Lloyd's the fucking man. <laughs> he really is. Um, and the mayor says. Fucking end them, kill them. Because they hold up for the kids, and then the mayor's like, fuck it, we have to kill them all. Tells them to kill. The National Guard pulls their guns up. Cops all pull their guns up. They're like, nah, fuck this. Mayor goes, uh, if you can't do it, I will. And he pulls out his gun. Uh, but thankfully, Toxie shows up, knocks it out of his hand, and then rips his fucking guts out of his stomach. <laughs> let's see if you have any guts literally pulls out his guts punches him in the gut and then rips out his fucking organs (laughs) what a super dude it's a you know what like it's almost also like it's it's a little bit like proto invincible that um the dude Mm. that does walking dead that comic book where it's like that real life superhero thing of like what you would actually like what killing somebody would actually look like as like superhero like when um the dad kills a bunch of people like when you see him like he's like crushing their fucking heads and they're like exploding because he's got superman level powers like you it's way more graphic than what we see in superman (laughs) right and like that's what this is this that's this is like what superman would do would like just rip out your fucking organs (laughs) and like throw them on the (laughs) ground um Remember in Smallville when uh, they realized Superman couldn't fuck a normal girl because it would be too powerful. So they gave his girlfriend powers that she got from like the kryptonite so that they would be able to have sex. Finally, I do not. <laughs> I did, plot point. I did plot point. not know that. Also, like, yeah. I know, I know, like theoretically, yeah, his, his him 
fucking nut and is probably going to fucking blow your brains out, theoretically. But, like, you could fucking ignore that fact. You could fuck. That's more like internet lore, right? Like, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's not like, you don't have to acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, know. I, I agree. <laughs> Yo, what if super and just go or go hardcore graphic and Superman pulls out and just shoots it into fucking space? It's it's pretty crazy because Kevin. I, I think that has to be credited to Kevin Smith. I agree. He brings it up in, in Mallrats, right? Yes. Like Smallville doesn't doesn't address that if Kevin Smith doesn't have that thought, right? I think There's you're no right. No way anybody would address that, right? But then the writers are like, "Well, we got like you know Superman has to like be sexually active. He's a, he's a he's a horned up." teen like the horned up 20 year old um but yeah they wrote that in and they ma- they gave lana lang uh kryptonite powers so I w- fuck now i just want to see superman pull out and like shoot it into fucking space and it like goes through a fucking plane <laughs> or something <laughs> <laughs> fucking wild shit that's now what i want to see um fuck that's interesting hey we got to get a hold of uh what's his name James Gunn. Speaking of trauma, James Gunn, who now is in charge of the DC Studios. Pull it all together, motherfucker. Boom. There you go. Comes all back. Goes back around. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> to DC. <laughs> uh, hey, James Gunn, get at us. We'll we'll write that Superman fucking spec up for you. <laughs> right quick. <laughs> like, Please do not ever send me anything like this ever again. <laughs> um... Anyway, uh, Toxie, Toxie <laughs> kills the mayor, and uh, everyone's saved, and everyone's happy. That's that's how it ends. The mayor's fucking dead, and everyone, the mayor got his guts ripped out in front of everyone, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Be the most traumatic experience of anyone's life. <laughs> Which is funny, because they are shocked for, like, one brief moment, but then Toxie's like, Sarah, I love you so much, and then they just went, monster loves somebody that's it that just fixed it. all of this murder we just saw um and that is the toxic avenger joe would you recommend it <laughs> hell yeah it, dude it, if you have seen trauma and you're understandably like it's a bit much yeah i think toxic avenger will give you the experience of trauma and its excess, but in a more, m- more, more control. Yeah, yeah. Agree completely. <laughs> I agree with that fucking completely. Yeah. If you're, if you avoid trauma, which I know some people do and rightfully so you could do this one for sure. This one's, I mean, I'm yeah. saying that, but I mean, the it's fucking not without, dog got not shot. It's offensiveness, but uh, I think, I think I think somehow, yeah, yeah. Now that you're saying that, a movie where children are being murdered and a dog's murdered and there's racial slurs and there's offensive it's stereotypes, not, it's not it okay. sounds really crazy to say, but somehow he does it <laughs> calmer than the rest of his movies. Okay, yes. It, in the other movies, it feels Less so abrasive. it yeah. feels so erratic and like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, what what are you doing, dude? Um, in this one, it feels like less of that. It feels it feels like more like a time capsule. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, um, I recommend it. I do recommend it. Yeah, especially from like a filmmaking standpoint. Uh, we yeah. talked about it in the beginning. He does so much with so little, and the effects that he manages to do independently, you know, I don't on like a shoestring budget. Like, good job, boy. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's fucking. It's fucking nuts. It's absolutely fucking crazy. 
Um, love it so much. Um, it is it is a favorite of mine. And I don't even know if it's based on the movie itself more than what we got out of it, right? Like, I love the fucking trauma movies. I don't know what we ever said on the show about them, but, like, <laughs> I, I, I do hate that fucking devil one. I do hate it. But it was, like... I Which one? It's, like, three or four or five. <laughs> um, the devil is in Tromaville and and runs... <laughs> Dude, we did it for the show. We did? <laughs> yes. The devil the devil is in Tromaville. It's not Toxic Avenger 5. That's called the Toxic Twins. I don't think I've ever seen that. It's not four. That's the two Toxies. It's got to be three. Uh, the to- well, Yeah, the last, last temptation, temptation of, of Toxie. Yeah, it's fucking the devil. <laughs> he fights the fucking devil. <laughs> to my defense, I think that was like the first year of our show because we oh, yeah. did it for the part threes. Oh, yes, so yes, I yes, don't yes, remember yes. much about that. Is that what we did it for, the part threes? Yeah, and and we recorded it in your your old house basement. Oh, when it was Paul, so fucking hot. When, when it was like 120 degrees, dude. It was it was arguably the hottest I've it was, ever been in my life. It was like, <laughs> it was almost like it it felt kind of like an oven. Yeah, and if we turned the fan on, it was like way too loud that our voices were were, were dwarfed because of where it was, like you know the where the mics had to be set up and all that. I also uh, think so it was just had, pumping hot air. Uh, Sean, it was bad, man. <laughs> I know. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> it was insane. That was an air conditioner, too. Anyway, um, Toxic Avenger 3 is the devil in it. Okay. Um, what was that? What else was it? Oh, I, what I'm saying is it led to Toxic Avenger 1, like, carries the entire thing. It's what trauma becomes after this, right? Yeah. He fucking makes this fucking done. Um and was a Toxic Crusaders fan as a kid. Loved it so much. The toys were so sick. How that fucking happened is still fucking nuts to me. Nuts. Uh, <laughs> fucking crazy. But, um, yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's not for the faint of heart. It is is a fucking offensive. It's not nice. But it it is. It's Lloyd. I don't know, man. There's just something about it. There's, it's it's yeah. a time capsule. It's offensive to f- he insults fucking everyone, man. He just hates everybody <laughs> except George Bush, who he took a bath with. That, that is what he claimed. Check out our interview with him. The first person we ever interviewed, Lloyd we can, Kaufman. We cannot say we don't even have to say allegedly to that, right? Because he said it, or do we still have to? Because it's alleged to him. <laughs> I mean, he said it. <laughs> I don't he think said it, so it's not a legend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Lloyd Kaufman took a bath with Bain George. W. Took a bath with George Bush. Yeah, and he said it so. He said it so like convincingly that I, look, dude, talking to Lloyd is one of those. Like, you know, you know those people. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Um, a little, I'm a little looped. Uh, so, talking with Lloyd, you don't know. He says things that are so outlandish. Like this guy is he's he's fucking with me, but he says it so convincingly, it's so straight faced. But he's such a goofball. You just honestly have no clue. You're like, is this guy? Is this uh, really? Because I think we said that to him after like some of the things. We're like, are you serious? And he's like, of course I'm fucking serious. He was <laughs> like, he 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 said that he expects every movie that he makes oh, like yeah. a blockbuster, and he's devastated. When, he, when it's not. And both of us were like, 
Are you fucking sure about that? <laughs> Lloyd, you mean, making Tromeo and Juliet. Sergeant like Boogeyman NYPD is going to be a blockbuster. And he's like, I really mean that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's such a fucking menace, dude. Like, and, and he does have a tell a little bit. Sometimes he'll like, he'll smirk after, right? Like, one, it's almost like once the bit's done and you're moving on, then he'll give you like a little bit of a smirk to be like, okay, yeah, that was yeah. okay. So we're done with that joke. That was funny. Like now we're on to the next one. However, he did not do that with like what you said and with the other question, George Bush, the yeah, George, Bush. George Bush. He did not smile afterwards. He was yeah, like, I asked him because he went to college with George Bush and Oliver Stone. He was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, we did. And uh, I took a bath with him once. I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, why would I say that? <laughs> why, would I, why would I make that up? <laughs> what are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually how he like, offended at me asking why if you serious <laughs> uh well that's a good way to end trovember i think just a little lloyd love right there for the for the guy Dude, I, I would love to talk to him again i know we should probably set that up he's like nearby he's 76 we gotta yeah you know what i'm gonna which by the way uncredited is lloyd kaufman in <laughs> his most famous movie. <laughs> he used his fucking pseudonym, uh, Samuel Wheel. In Toxic Avenger? Yeah. <laughs> as the director. As the director. He didn't put his name as the director. It might be there for something else, but... Oh, okay. Because him and Michael Hurst directed together. Um, dude, he's been married since 1974. For Lloyd, can you imagine being married to Lloyd that long? <laughs> There's gotta be something else, man. Running his ideas for tales, tales from the crapper off his wife, like, you, dude. That's middle actually, of night. Like, that's actually what so, if I did this? Dude, that's actually <laughs> so fucking funny. Because think about like the shit that we have to do with significant others or wives or ex-wives or whatever, where it's like, yeah, I bounce you off the team all the time. Like, well, what if I talk about like, what if we do this for the show? Yeah. It should be like, Oh yeah, whatever. But like, Dude, imagine uh, those ideas. <laughs> I've got this. Fucking what idea. if he takes a spoon and he scoops out the shit from his pants and eats it, but it's really pudding. Okay. And we, honey. And we make my, <laughs> we make my friend Ed that just volunteers to do these movies for no pay. We'll make him do it. It'll be funny as fuck. Make him have blowing diarrhea in the toilet and get killed on the toilet. <laughs> what about a movie called Tales from the Crapper? <laughs> At some point, this woman's got to be like, you need to fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Trauma has been credited with making the film industry significantly more accessible and decentralized. That's cool as fuck. Um... Well, that's that. Guys, Toxic Avenger and Troma. Love us a little Troma. Um, what are we doing next week? Are we doing Amityville next week? Oh, wait, hang on. It's hang on. it's about time. It's about time. And then we have and then we have Philly, so we're taking that week. Yeah, we're gonna take a week off for Philly, guys. We're gonna um which by the way, we have not like plugged at all. Um yeah. October or nope. Nope. November 11th and 12th will be a Monster Mania Con in Oaksville, PA. They've got a stacked um, card attendee list. Stacked show. Um, so come out. Check it out. 
we'll be there. They give us a little boothy booth. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll just be drunk. Probably have a fan run the booth again. (laughs) (laughs) And trust the booth with a fan while we drink. Um, (laughs) uh, but come check us out. The 11th and 12th Oaks PA monster mania come, uh, we will be there. Um, so yeah, we're going to take that week off from recording. So there won't be a show on the 15th. There will be a show on that next week on the 8th. Um, and that is going to be, do we want to do Amityville? Or are we doing Amityville in space? What are we doing? What's, fuck. what's our fucking uh, Thanksgiving me. movie? Is it Amityville Thanksgiving? I mean, it has to be, right? Well, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> the Amityville show. Um, Amityville Thanksgiving. Or what are we doing for the live show? Oh, live show. Uh, we changed this, I think, during our thing. I wrote some notes down here. Oh, no, our live show is going to be Amityville Thanksgiving on the 19th. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, on the 19th. So, yeah, okay. so then, so then, yeah, and then are we doing Amityville, or so we're not doing Amityville in outer space? <laughs> oh, we can do that, we can do that next week, I don't give a shit. Or what's the, oh, no, it's about time. Yeah, they're both going to suck, so Okay, let's just do, do it's about time, because it's in chronological order let's do that for once in our fucking lives (laughs) let's actually cover them in order we'll do that we'll do it's about time next week and then we'll end our amityville shit i could go on forever with amityville but we'll end it with amityville thanksgiving on uh for our thanksgiving show on the 19th um yeah i think that'll be good that'll be good maybe we'll dive into amityville again later there's 17 movies you said no, it's like 24. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, man. Um, Facebook.com slash I... I'm not... Why do I even plug Facebook? Go to IHateHorror.com. We've got a store open now. The store's up. The merch is out. The You Piece of Shit shirt is the hot item. It's great. Yeah. Everyone's loving it. And that is designed by our friend... Uh, Tangerine, you know who I'm talking about? I do. <laughs> It'd be nice if I could actually plug. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica. But this isn't her. Um, I want to use her actual like graphic. <laughs> this show's a fucking mess. I got to fucking, I got to fucking log off. Um, oh, and she doesn't follow herself. Anyway, I'll get her name to plug her. She's great though. Um, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I, I shouldn't I shouldn't have had that extra drink. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. By the way, it's Jessica.jones.designs. Uh great graphic artist. She's the best. Um she's been a listener of the show for a while and she made that design and I was like, I'm fucking paying you for that shit. Like <laughs> give me your deets. Uh, and uh, we worked something out. So um super glad to have that design because the you piece of shit. I don't, I don't want to, we're ending the show, but the, cause people were like, make a you piece of shit shirt. And I was just saying like, for years, for years, which I like, I it, honestly, half of it wasn't even trying to look for it because I was like, I could never make a shirt about something I said, no matter how many people like what I said, like, it just seems so fucking narcissistic to be like 
can you draw this for me? It's something funny I say. Like, what does that mean? I hate that. But Jessica fucking just designed it on her own and kind of like did it as a post just to be like, I just did this. And I was like, that is the only way I would have ever put. Because I also didn't like the idea of putting a curse word on a shirt. But uh, I was like. I saw it and I was like, that is how you fucking do it. That was, that was it. I don't think there's any other design I would have been okay with for you piece of shit, sir. It's perfect. It's amazing. It's a VHS tape with the fucking label. Oh, and it says you piece of shit on it. It's fucking amazing. And it got our logo on it. Uh, I'm liking the merch store, man. That's all. It's it's all looking good. Yeah. Yeah. It actually, I'm really thankful for this uh, program because now I don't have to do it. And it's nice. And you guys get what you want. That's actually all I do it for. Because so you guys can get merch whenever you want it. Like, I don't really care otherwise. But anyway, that's up. I hate horror.com. Uh, just click store right there. I'm working on the international store. That'll be out soon. Uh, check out our Patreon uh, at our patreon.com slash I hate horror. You can listen to all documented, all true, our new show uh, with yes. our friend Mike uh, talking about the spooky, the unexplainable. I don't want to say conspiracy theories. It's not conspiracy theory show. Which, because, dude, did you know? Like, I don't know if you know this. Uh, To me, the idea of conspiracy theories, because I was into them like when I was younger, is like a fun word to me. It's not a fun word anymore. In 2022, it's not a fun word. Like, if you say that shit, like, people are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it got politicized. Like, I just want to talk about aliens and ghosts. Right. Like, like, those are the the fun. The government is hiding the fucking aliens from us. I don't give a fuck. About inside jobs with false flags. No, no, yeah, we're aliens. not even near that shit. We talking, yeah, we're talking alien bases in Antarctica and fucking shit coming out of Lake Michigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the conspiracies I'm talking about. But anyway, I heard that the new unsolved mysteries that they dropped uh, is riding her dick a little bit. They heard that Adat was talking about Lake Michigan, and then they covered it. This shit is pissing me off. This shit is legitimately <laughs> fucking starting to piss me off a little bit. Um, that's fucking infuriating. Uh, so we check out All Documented, All True. It's great. You guys have heard it on the main feed. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to record. Um, and if you're interested in like submitting ideas to ADAT, we have that also on the horror show page. Um, but you can go to alldocumentedalltrue.com and I'll take you right to the submission form for ideas for Joe and Mike. Please do not send me the ideas because we keep Sean in the, in the, dark. in the dark. That's the gimmick, guys. Got yeah. four emails being like, what about this? And honestly, send them to Mike. Mike, Mike's, Mike was born for this. He yeah, loves Mike, it. Mike, uh, Mike is. Mike. Yeah, find it. Find him on the internet. Um, so that's that. Uh, Instagram at I hate horror, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. That is a wrap, everyone. Thank you all so much. Thanks to Joe. And uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I'm a fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.